I am content creator, Joey Garrity. I'm the founder of Superstar Women Entrepreneurs Media Network and Joey G113. I'm dedicated to empowering women entrepreneurs to create a beautiful personal and professional lifestyle by spotlighting superstar tools, tips, and resources that gain them ease and grace. Every episode, myself, along with a featured guest, share our Superstar Women Entrepreneurs journey on my globally recognized show, Superstar Women Entrepreneurs Spotlight with Joey. Hi, everyone. Welcome to SW uh, Superstar Women Entrepreneurs Spotlight with Joey, or SWE for short. I'm Joey Garrity, and you can learn more about my products and services at joeyg113.com. You can also learn why I call my my, my uh, brand Joey G113 while you're there. It's really interesting. It's actually in homage to two superstar women entrepreneurs, and one of them is Marilyn Monroe. So go check that out. You can find that in my blog section. I'm a content creator and I'm the founder of Superstar Women Entrepreneurs and Media Network. And it's a live stream destination by and for women entrepreneurs. And I have one of the content creators with me today, Kimberly Lane Roberts. Um, I'm going to be bringing her up from the green room in just a minute. And we are going to be talking about a really like one of my favorite topics, right? How to foster a wealthy mindset with executive coach Kimberly Lane Roberts. And I truly know that wealth comes from a mindset first. I know this firsthand because I had to learn that um, along the way. We're going to be talking about how I've learned that. And I know Kimberly's going to be talking about that as well. I want to talk, I want to share a little bit about Kimberly with you all today. She's fantastic. She's absolutely a leader in her industry. And um, she's an exec- executive leadership coach and she's a peer business group chair which we're going to talk about that too. I think that's so interesting. Her why is because she loves helping people get out of their own way, right? That's got to be the number one, seriously, with the wealth mindset, right? Get out of your own way. Um, Learn to lean and collaborate with others and to leverage with your brain power and the collective. And I think that's so interesting too, because I'm all about collaboration too. But I want to say this on a side note. I believe that actually society has us going in the back door and it really builds us to be lone wolves. Okay, we're going to talk more about that. And I want you to kick your lone wolf behavior to the side because I'm a recovering lone wolf for sure, for sure. So let's bring Kimberly up from the green room. Hi, Kimberly. Hi, Joey. Hi there. Um, I just have to laugh because I was a lone wolf. Oh my gosh. I was a workaholic. I was all me, myself and I doing it all. Right. And um, wow. So great topic. And yes, no more lone wolves. No more lone wolves. And let me tell you, I believe that it's actually indoctrinated in our society on purpose. It's how how it keeps us small. Right. It's just that that whole idea of you have to do it all. You're the only one that can do it right. Right. That to me is I call that going in the back door. So I want everyone to go in the front door. So let's talk about some wealthy mindset with you today, sister. So just could you just describe a little bit about your wealth journey with the audience out there? Because wealth is so many different things to so many different people. Oh my gosh. Um, it's a long story. How much time do we have? Yeah. So, um, <laughs> um, wow. Um just, I, I guess I just feel led to start here is that, you know, due to some trauma that occurred in my life 
I threw my pain into being a workaholic and to being a good student and getting, you know, honor students in high school, you know, going to an honors college, then getting my MBA and be a superstar, a summa cum laude, blah, 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 right? And then obviously be a top performer in any career that I took on, um, you know, working 24-7 pretty much. I mean, not literally, but just for the most part, work was my life, right? And that's where I took my pain uh, because that's where I got positive reinforcement versus anywhere else in my life, right? So um, I wasn't having successful marriage and and that went by the wayside pretty quick and blah, blah, blah. So, um, and then through a realization in a car accident, I kind of, kind kind of, so I was wealthy. I was making great money. I was able to buy whatever I wanted. I could go on great trips. And so wealth was there, right? So, however, internally, I wasn't abundant. Internally, I wasn't feeling healthy and, right. and wealthy. Internally, I wasn't happy, right? So, um, so I just got this mindset about what needs to change to make that happen, right? And so then I started doing a lot more spiritual work. I'm a Reiki master, a lot more meditation. Obviously, did a lot of self-help and reading and uh, psychotherapy and whatever. But I just really believe that um, I still work hard. I just don't... Um, I'm just not a workaholic. I, I I work smart and I leverage the collaboration of other people or I leverage people that are smaller than me or were talented than me on live stream like Joey Garrity, right? So um, it, it's just really, really understanding where my limit is. And now I'm married with a family. So it's like, it's for sure, I'm really smart about where do I spend my time? What do I delegate? Who do I hire? Um, these are the things I really want to focus on. These are where my purpose is. And I think going from that journey of, of work was my defense or work was my place to thrive because I was in so much pain. Mm -hmm. uh, a lot of this kind of leads to where my executive coaching comes into play. I truly believe I'm not saying everybody, but I think majority of us, when we are succeeding in work or, or building our wealth, if you will, it's because we are running from something that has hurt us or painful. We're going to show dad that, yeah, we are a superstar or mom. I'm going to prove to mom that I can do this or my brother or my neighbor who someone said to me, you'll never amount to anything, right? So we're proving it. But then it comes to a point in our life, usually between, I say, 45 and 55, we're like, this doesn't serve me anymore. Like, I'm not happy. Like, I got to the top. I became CEO. I made a million dollars. I did this. But you know what? I'm alone or my marriage is falling apart. I don't have a relationship with my kids. My health stinks. And so it's kind of like, I believe you can have whatever you want. You can be that CEO. You can have a billion dollar company. I'm just going to be, as your executive coach, make sure that you do that without sacrificing your health. Life is hard, but finding a really great podcast makes the days go by so much easier. Hi, my name is Blue Tulusma. I'm a writer, an emotional intelligence coach, and the host of Humanize with Blue Tulusma, a podcast where we believe that when you humanize everyone in the room, a great conversation is almost guaranteed. Join us every week here on Electricast as me and my guest co-hosts unpack big topics and interview even bigger personalities with a sense of humor and a dash of mischief. If you're looking for a new best friend in your head, we've got you covered. Electricast. Your relationships, your family, and anything else you want to, you know, anything else that's important to you in your life. So, so I had to go through that process myself. So to me, I... Um, I am thankfully I'm, I'm successful, so I'm wealthy that way. But more importantly, I'm wealthy in my joy and my abundance and my gratitude and my relationships, especially. And I just I love my life. I love my life. I finally I yeah. So 
that's such like a roll out the red carpet share, right? Because I know there are endless people right now that are either listening to this or watching this that can completely relate. There are so many women entrepreneurs out there right now that are like, I see you, I hear you, that that's, that's me and I want to change that or that was me or I'm in the midst of transforming myself to get to that place. And I completely agree with you a thousand percent. I call it love me, love me not. And the love me, love me not is I was just running around just going, if I could just, and I, and I talked about it in my second book, uh, being, uh, being your own superstar, how to expand your love capacity that about chasing the golden circle. If I could just get in the golden circle and get the recognition, then I know that, that, that will give me the worth and the worthiness that I'm deserving. And so I was just chasing and chasing and chasing. And then one day I had a download and the divine said, but you are the golden circle. And I was like, what? <laughs> are you kidding exactly. me? Like it's within you all like, along. It's, you where don't was this download in my twin, like when I was driving myself into the ground <laughs> in Hollywood, you know, like love me, love me not, love me, love me Right, love right. Me. So they love me, love me not. Yeah, you're walking around with your daisy. Love me, love me not, love me. Yeah, it's like, you it's love like, me. It's like yeah. crazy. It's crazy. But I think it's, it's, I think it's extremely common. I do. I think it's extremely common. So I know that there's some there's someone out there or some ones out there that are having an aha moment right now. And Kimberly and I are encouraging you to stop chasing the circle and just know that you are the circle and make peace and grace with that first. And now take a breath and now go. Cause it will it it was the it has been the wealthiest game changer for me to date by far. Yeah, it's it's I also like to say it's stop running from something mm-hmm. and running towards your yeah. star, your light, your purpose, your passion. Yeah. Start it's, looking it's a up. whole different motivation. Like, do you kind of like do you hate to lose or do you love to win? Like, you know, I'm running towards happiness. I'm not uh, I'm not uh, running from pain, right? So I'm running towards yes, the difference, right? So yes. here's my wonderful book. Um so, yeah, I want to talk I want to talk about your book. Um and I'll be putting it into the um, shout outs to everyone. You can grab it on Amazon. Connections change everything. Is that not the truth? So when you're a lone wolf, there are no connections happening, really. Right? Maybe business connections or that kind of thing, but not really real connections. So what a game changer. Well, it was, and and uh, you've read my book, Joey, so you know the first, I think, two chapters are really devoted to my personal story. So mm-hmm. I always wanted to write a book about my personal story, my personal journey, which I've shared a little bit about with you all. But then I didn't want to make the book about my journey and victim and blah, 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 blah. So I turned it also into a leadership book because that's truly, and we'll get to your previous share on there in a second. But, you know, I I suffered from like, like what is it? One third out of every children or women suffer from ch- sexual abuse when they're young as a child. I think it's really two out of three. Um, and you probably could put boys yeah. in there too. Why? Because the other third aren't aren't speaking up, aren't sharing their story, right? So I um, feel like I've really done my journey. I've healed through it. I've confronted the abuser, blah, blah, blah. But that is in my first two chapters of the book. Um, and the reason why I talk about that is going through that experience, and, and, and many of us have had traumas like that, if not also like that. Um, when we hold on a secret, I hid onto that secret for 36 years from my family. And it created a disconnect 
not only in my relationship with my family, but really in any relationship I had with anybody, because I was afraid to show up as fully me because one, I didn't think people would love me, accept me, like me, if they knew this dirty secret that I had that, oh, you know, because I was always told, you yeah. know, because of that happened, right? So, um, so by, I'll never forget it. I, at the time I was a medical device rep for Boston Scientific. I lived in Kansas City and I was at the top hospital, St. Luke's hospital, and I had built up really good relationships with uh, the top key cardiologists in that room. Um, there was, however, one cardiologist I didn't really have to call on. I forget his name, but um, he'd always say hi to me and I'd say hi to everybody in the lab and whatever, made friends with people in the lab. But I remember one day after I'd done the work, I confronted my abuser and, and told my entire family what had happened. Mm -hmm. And I went into the lab on that Monday. He goes, something's different about you, Kimberly. He goes, it's like this, this like weight has been lifted. You're just glowing. You look so happy. Like, it's just, wow, this aura about you. So, so my point being is, when we hold on to secrets or hold on to anything, you know, um, we're lying, we're cheating, whatever, it affects how we show up. It affects one, our relationship with ourselves, and then also the connection we have with others is kind of my point. And that's kind of the subset of the book is how we hold ourselves back from truly connecting because of the things, the lies, the, you know, the secrets we hold, you know, the authenticity, you know, the authenticity we're not showing up as. Um, and then there's a lot of, I think there's 15 uh, connection corrections I have at the book about how you can actually correct that. So anyway, that's, that's kind of the story around the book. It's, a, it's also available on audible, which I really enjoyed doing the audible portion of that. So, um, feel free to, um, get it, listen to it. Love to have your com comments, um, personally and professionally. So, well, that's when we got close, right? Because right. we met at a networking event and then you told me about your book and then I read it and I was like, Oh, we have, we have to know each other. I said, your authenticity in this book is courageous. And I, I'm very drawn and attracted to courageous people, right? Um, I also had something happen to me very young. Um, I've blogged about it. I've shared it out there. And, um, and it's so true. Until I, it was driving my car every day in every way, and I never connected the dots. Not until I was older. Not until I did the work, the inner game work. And I was like... I was like, oh my god, <laughs> right, right. And every once in a while, it it will it will um, I'll I'll feel it bubbling it up. But because of my inner game work mm -hmm. now, I'm able to quiet down. I'm safe. We're good, right? <laughs> that inner game is so powerful. It's like get your inner game on, girl. I mean, that's just, every like, day just, and yeah. every way, yeah. every yeah. day yeah. and every way, right? Because it will change your life in the best ways too. It's so much more joyful. Yes. When you realize there is no, the outer game doesn't exist. It's really the inner game. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That makes your outer game good. Yeah. Not one time in my career, you could never sat me down and said that inner game or what I call the love capacity in my second book had anything to do with my success. Nothing. I would have been like, yeah, I would have looked at you like you had three heads. Right. <laughs> and then I wouldn't have hung out with you. <laughs> I was like, no, it's my hard work and me driving me and myself into the ground. Right. Right. Again, you know, again, it's not unusual. Right. It's not right. unusual. I want to talk about your share here, your SWE step into your spotlight share. Going to college and leaving home was a pivotal year for my growth. It changed my life. Yeah. Um, 
I have a wonderful family. It's a Midwest family uh, based in Ohio. I grew up, I was born in New Jersey, raised Pittsburgh, then we moved as a family to Ohio. And then subsequent to that, um, after I went to college, MBA, I moved on my way to Kansas City and then out to California. But um, love my parents dearly. Um, I was, you know, in high school, you know, A++ student, you know, um, APA classes. I was playing my, I was first chair flute and uh, marching band and concert band, um, you know, honor student. Um, but I was a nerd. I mean, I was, I know you find that hard to believe, um, but I had the Coke bottle glasses because that they didn't have contacts yet. And they were thick because I had contact. I had glasses since I was, I think, uh, kindergarten. And I didn't actually start wearing them until I was first grade. Um, and I'd always been tall for my age too. So um, I was kind of a nerd and so, and shy. And we had just moved from uh, Pennsylvania to Ohio too. So I was, I was new in my freshman year of high school which didn't help because it was a very clicky area. Um, so it was so basically when I decided to go to school, it, it, uh, I went to Kent State Honors College in Kent, Ohio, Kent State. I decided that, you know what? I'm not going to be a nerd anymore. Oh, cool. I want to be really, really social. And if that means my grades drop, so be it. Okay. And so I was on this mad mission and I just became Miss Social. And um, um, I decided not to join a sorority for my own personal reasons, but I had a lot of friends, a lot of connections. I actually got nominated for not even being in a sorority, got nominated for to be homecoming queen my senior year, which I thought was pretty yeah. big deal. Um, and, um, but my grades didn't suffer either, which was the beauty of that. So but I let that go, but I just had more fun than fun. It was the best years of my life. It totally blossomed me. That's how I got then into sales. Um, cause I had really, I mean, I was reading stuff about how to have conversations with people, how to be more social or how to be comfortable or build your confidence or whatever it was. And I became a really good student. So then boom, when I got out of college, then I got a sales job and then everything else has been, you know, led up to that leading healthcare verticals and building out, but it's all about relationships and being able to communicate with people, but more importantly, connect with people. Connections change everything. Right. So yes. we all connect at an emotional level. I don't, you know. You yeah. can't sell anything to anybody or be a partner with anybody unless you connect on an emotional level. They'll never buy or connect with you on a logical level. They might, oh, I agree with you, but to truly have an emotional connection or a really good relationship, it has to be emotional. So I, I love how you, I love how you transformed yourself though. Like how you came out of your cocoon and you were like, you know what? I'm going to make some choices that are right for me right now. And then they actually became your tipping point of what you were going to do next. That's so interesting. I love yeah, that. I hate to think what would have happened if I didn't do that. Well, I'd be a librarian, <laughs> Ooh, which is, would, which would be kind of extinct by now. Right. So I'd be almost out of a job. Right. So, um, and you know, and I, I still love myself a library. I swear when I go, I do, too. In, <laughs> I do. isn't that, you know, nerdy? I think it was, I was very, I wasn't, I was shy too. I was shy. And, and interesting enough, cause we're going to be going to PodFest here in January, 2024. Um, the whole SWA media network, Kimberly, myself and all the other sisters. We're doing we're a panel. Going. And it's very interesting because I've gone the last two years. And what I've noticed about the rooms is a lot of people in those rooms were kind of the awkward kids. Mm -hmm. And yet we're doing live shows we're doing podcasts, we're being on panels, we're like, like, you couldn't have told me that in a million years growing up. 
No. Oh, way. I would have never believed that. Oh my gosh, never. No. Oh, never. No. I would. I was said, oh no. Even though I was a dancer and stuff, but it was always, and that's something else too. Making everyone else a star. That was easy for me, but then putting myself in the spotlight. Bingo. The end. Bingo. Never. Yeah. You never told me that, or that I had, or that I'm an author of two books. That I'm that that I was going to be an author. No way. That was for everyone else. Right. And so Kimberly and I are just like, we just, we're, we're, we want you all to know if there's something you want to do out there and you're scared right now of jumping off the cliff, just think of us and jump anyways. Just do it. And I'm going to add to that because what I learned too, whatever your biggest fear is, yeah. is exactly what you need to be doing because that will launch you to the other side of your purpose. True. Um, it, I don't understand totally the philosophy around it, but whatever that thing in your gut says, man, I really need to call the television station and because for this job that they offered or whatever it is, do it. If you're afraid to do it, do it. It's like that fear is exactly, if it keeps coming up and bothering you and tapping you on the shoulder and you're not listening to it, that is the thing you exactly need to be doing in order to get to your greatness. Just like when you asked me to be part of this, I was like, oh, I don't know if I could do it. I don't know. No, 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 no. And I'm like, what are you afraid of, Kimberly? Oh, okay. Guess I need to do it. All right. So I knew, and you're yeah. like brilliant at it too. And I was, I was like, oh my goodness. I was like, you're such a natural at it. She's got a great voice to, at her podcast. Y'all tune into her podcast. Fat, like amazing voice. <laughs> that is such. That's such a um, a premiere, um, big screen premiere moment that you just shared. Do it anyways, and that rolls us into your tip here. You can manifest anything you want in life. You just have to believe it feel it and be it. And, and, you know, I want to add to this, Kimberly, um, that I've been encountering, um, particularly, um, women who've been saying, but I don't know how. And I said, no one knows how until you start. I didn't know how to live stream. Did you know how to live stream? We had no idea. Just got to just start. Jump in, just jump. I mean, you figure it out. <laughs> I mean, fail, by the way, we'll, we'll also give you this nugget of information or nugget, the cherry here. You're going to fail. Right. You're going to make mistakes. You're going to feel like a goofball. You're going to be embarrassed. Yeah. And then in a year from now, you're going to look back at those and be like, you're going to have other mistakes. But those those mistakes aren't going to look like nothing. <laughs> right. Talk about that's putting yourself out there. Everything good and bad. Right. So. I know that's that's the way I feel. I was so fearful of that for so long. It's crazy. It's crazy. And it goes back to um, the childhood. Um, traumas, mm -hmm. right? Of just not wanting to be too seen or too heard or too this or too that, right? Um, but we're saying go for it anyways, because um, you're a child divine and it's your birthright, literally your birthright. I did a little B-roll for you because I thought it'd be so much fun that I want to share with everyone out okay. there. Oh, wow. This will be interesting. I've never seen this audience. So this will be <laughs> I just did it this morning. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's, let's check it out. And I wanted, I wanted to share, first of all, your puppy, because I love your puppy. He's I so love your dog. My baby. But also, too, about how you're about celebration and celebrating women out there. And it takes courage. It takes courage. And I love, and that, that's her in her wedding dress, everyone. I would love to wear that thing again. I, I actually chopped it off. I'm going to pick it up. 
um, just so I could wear it again, because I uh, who was going to wear a long dress again. But yeah, so um, I saved the material. But, you know, kind of from a, going back to your celebration point, when I was in that workaholic stage and I was shifting and transforming and trying to create more balance in my life and trying to create the day to be joyful, not just this workaholic treadmill of things, I thought, okay, I'm going to celebrate every day something every day at the end of my day and i do that with a glass of wine but i celebrate something good that happened i start my day with my role is start with day with great coffee and my day with a great glass of wine right so it's about celebration it's about celebrating yourself you know whatever that marquee is you light a candle at the end of the day um have a glass of wine take a walk around the park whatever it is take a bath shower i just make it important to just celebrate the day because you will never get this day back again and you don't know what tomorrow's bringing and so i like, that's why I love birthdays to celebrate. Like, I think birthdays are, a lot of people don't like their birthday. I'm like, birthdays are great. And as you get older, it gets better. Why? Because you get, they're, so if they're you're amazing. You get like, you get like, people love on you. I know. <laughs> like, Christmas just to and, eat all the ice cream and eat all that cake. It's your birthday. You're allowed. I mean, and people like all champagne. you, and that's like a signal that your vibrations go up. And I truly believe, I remember one time when I blew out my candle, I felt, I felt this pure love came over me and I knew that wish was going to come true. It was crazy. It was crazy. I believe in all of that. Absolutely. What was the wish? Did it come true? It did come true. Yeah, it did come true. Yes. I want, I wish that I was at the Nile in Egypt, but it ended up that I would, worked on the movie Stargate uh, and that started my movie career. Ah, because nice. it was, it was about Egypt. And I, I was in the fake Nile, but it was still amazing. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, well, just that's how the universe delivers it. It's not, it's not exactly what you you know wish for, but it, it was kind actually of got it anyway, right? It was better, right? <laughs> exactly. Like, we need to get you to Hollywood. We need to get you there so we can get you back out of Hollywood, so then you can bring all this purpose to the world. And I was like, oh, okay. So you know, but it that that took me years to figure out too. I want to talk about the love capacity daily habits. That's my my share with everyone today around your wealth is get some daily habits going every single morning. It will change your life. Your inner game will change your life out there. And if you sit down with your daily habits, um, think about your love capacity from a scale to one to 10. How much love could you take right now? Because wealth, prosperity, money, relationships, business opportunities, they're just wealth in a different form. They're just love in a different form. Right. Also, too, I have the love capacity um, bottle here that I sell on my website that you all can get. And what you do is you hold it while you're while you're doing your morning um, daily habits. And it actually was built. Uh, everything in here has to do with bringing you more uh, love capacity. Um, and I had a master a prayer bottle maker make that. Okay, so cool. I know. And I love it. I love it. I love it so much. And I know that you're so into daily habits that I knew that that would be great to share today. I have a question for you. What is a piece of advice for women entrepreneurs that you, that you, that want to take their business next level? Wow. Um, the first thing that comes to mind is when I was starting my business, I was struggling one, it was kind of right during the pandemic that didn't help. So I'm extremely isolated, right? And at the time I wasn't married. I just had my little Sammy. And, um, you know, I had some networking groups and stuff like that. But it was just going from the corporate world and being an executive and having to report to the board or lead teams or making presentations all the time to corporate. It was like 
to go to just like doing your own thing in your home office. And then no one really cared whether I got up in the morning or not. Like if I, if I won the deal, I was like, high five, you know? And so it's just, I mean, I'm a social person now after college. Right. So, um, so moving up to the Bay area, I found out this thing called Vistage and I'm like, I wish I had that when I, it was available, but I didn't know about it. I just wish I had known about it when I was living in Southern California. So now in my effort to support women, I am building the first ever in the Bay Area. It's called a chief entrepreneur, uh, business leader, business owner group. And it's for women and men, but I started it really because I want, there's not a lot of women leading these groups, number one for Vistage and number two, I want to get access to this so that why they can take their business to the next level and it's like it's this is not a networking group this is not a social group you'll get that for sure, sure. but it, we literally are in your face about what are you afraid of joey what are the what's the big decision you're not doing and why not what do you you know and like why you're doing that or i've got an issue should i expand to another location should i what do you think this of uh, this product prototype what do you think this presentation looks like if i'm going to try to get to shark tank or whatever you know uh, i told you lisa love who's was on my show the other day. She's from Shark Tank. She joined my group. So I'm like, what a power monster to have. But you don't, you don't, this is for people that are in the more new development of their business or they're single business owners. And they're like, they've done it for 10 years or five years or two years. And they just can't get to. Oh, we lost Kimberly. Okay. Well, but. I loved having her on. She's she's phenomenal. She's phenomenal. She's got an amazing show called Wealth and Women with Kimberly on the SW Media Network that I'm the founder of. You can find us on YouTube. Please, please, please do. I also have her information here. I'll also put the links down below so you can just grab and you can click and you can learn more about her and get to know Kimberly. She is a dynamo. She's She's an integrity-based integrity leader who truly cares and who's been doing the work, who's been doing the work, which comes through today, obviously, it comes through. Um, you can learn more about me, about my products and services at joeg113.com, and you can also connect with me on social media with Joey Garrity or find me at joeg113. Um, I am... I want to remind you all out there that it is literally your birthright as a woman entrepreneur to thrive, to store higher and higher and higher out there in the marketplace. I know it takes some courage sometimes, but your future self is cheering you on. And so stretch and grow and jump and jump anyways, jump off the cliff, jump off the cliff. I promise you there's going to be some failures along the way, but there's going to be huge wins that are going to outshadow those failures and that are going to bring you so much love and so much appreciation because that's literally your birthright. Um, make sure to join me again next Wednesday at 8 a.m. Pacific Coast time and um, at 10 o'clock East Coast time. And you can find us on YouTube and please subscribe to our YouTube channel. It's by and for women entrepreneurs. And we would really super appreciate it if you were to do that. And it's the ultimate, ultimate resource center. So subscribe on the YouTube channel. We have everything from business to marketing, to social media, to inner game, to health, to wealth. Um, we even have some spirituality on there. So, and it's really about find, for you women entrepreneurs out there, find more ease and grace, both personally and professionally. So I always end it like this. 
I love you. 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 And I so very much appreciate you. And thank you again for joining me today. And until next time, ciao, everyone. I am content creator, Joey Garrity. I'm the founder of Superstar Women Entrepreneurs Media Network and Joey G113. I'm dedicated to empowering women entrepreneurs to create a beautiful, personal, and professional lifestyle by spotlighting superstar tools, tips, and resources that gain them ease and grace. Every episode, myself, along with a featured guest, share our Superstar Women Entrepreneurs journey on my globally recognized show, Superstar Women Entrepreneurs Spotlight with Joey. Welcome to Tuning Into Sound Wellbeing, where we harmonize your mind, body, and soul. I'm Amanda, your sound therapy expert. And I'm Stephen, the curious explorer uncovering the mysteries of sound. Together, we explore vibrations, frequencies, and the power of sound therapy and tuning forks. Discover ancient wisdom, reduce stress, and tune into a healthier life. Subscribe to Tuning Into Sound Wellbeing today. Are you a fan of classic cinema or a young person who wants to discover the best films of all time? Do these legendary movies still hold up? On the Generation Film Podcast, two guys who grew up when movies dominated the culture share a great film with a panel of young movie lovers and see how it plays for today's generation. We discuss changes in storytelling styles, representation, and the making of each film, its initial reception, and how its meaning has changed over the years. Join us as we explore cinema classics across generations on Generation Film. Electric acid.